this is episode 57 on winning streaks. Welcome to The Athletic Mindset. I am your host, Corey Camp, former Division I swimmer turned personal performance coach. Each week, it is my goal to bring you a story of an elite athlete's mindset to help you unlock and discover whatever your life's potential holds. Today, I want to talk to you all about the importance of winning streaks. How do we invite them into our lives? How do we win more often? And why the heck should we even care about this stuff? So before we hop into things, we want to define what the heck a winning streak is. To me, a winning streak is stringing together consistent wins. It's not, don't get that confused with never losing. What I'm talking about with a winning streak is winning more times than not. And why is that important? That's important because if you want to start moving forward in your life, if you want to start progressing to that next level, to reaching your true potential, it starts with moving in that direction. You don't get better by moving backwards, unless there's a lesson there you learn by moving backwards, but that's an episode topic for another time. With winning streaks, it ensures that we are constantly pushing that needle forward towards the life that we want to live. And I challenge you when you're living in a living in a winning streak, it could be a living streak as well, you start to enjoy each win and you start to enjoy the moment way more often. And there's some magic, there's some power in this present moment. Again, another topic for another episode, but this present is offers everything that we need. So there's some power in relentless optimism. That is at its core what a winning streak is. It is relentless optimism. It's finding the good in everything. Now, you might be thinking to yourself right now, if you don't agree with me here, that's okay, that there's not good in everything. I failed one time and there's no there's no lesson there. There's it wasn't good. I failed. And that's where I challenge you that you're wrong. I want to share a story and I shared a part of it a while back at the first episode actually of this podcast. A story when I was 4 years old. I ended up having a near drowning experience. I was at my summer pool at the time. My dad was the coach and this is pre online signups, right? This is back in the day, 1999, to date myself. And we're up at Aspen Hill Swim Club. RIP doesn't exist anymore. But we're there the weekend before Memorial Day. So the pool's not open. My dad is taking paper signups. He's talking to all the potential uh, new members, the returning members, catching up with everyone. It's a great time. It's a little party, right? Well, I was off on my own for better or for worse, and I found, uh, I wandered away from the playground, and I found myself, you know, hanging out around the pool. I never had a fear for water, right? Um, I was drawn to it, Uh, so much so that it caused this incident. I noticed that there's the pool vacuum sticking out in the deep end, and if you don't know what the pool vacuum is, it's a very long, long uh, pole that at the bottom has a uh, portion of it that's on wheels. So I decide it's a great idea for me to climb onto this pole. Four-year-old me does not know about the wheels on the bottom and that wheels move. 
So when I start to put my whole weight on this pole, all of a sudden, next thing I know, the bottom slips out from underneath me and I am holding on to dear life in 13 feet of water to this pole that is just slowly sinking uh, with me along with it. Luckily, obviously no one else is in the pool at this point, so this splash raises some alarms and my yells also raise some alarms. My dad, being the awesome guy that he is, ends up diving in and swimming the entire length of the pool fully clothed to rescue me. Now, what's funny is I don't remember a lick about being actually in the water. I don't remember anything about drowning. And it's probably for the best, right? Because I would end up in um, swimming lessons the very next week. And believe it or not, I was not scared of the water. I actually embraced it. So that's what I'm talking about with relentless optimism. I experienced that at four years old. Not, and it wasn't even conscious decision. It was a subconscious decision that when that drowning event happened, I could have been fearful for life of water. But because I was optimistic around water and what a pool had to offer, I went on to experience swimming in the summer league setting, swimming in the age group setting, and then eventually at the collegiate national levels as well. I wouldn't be speaking to you today if I wasn't able to find, so to speak, the silver lining, the, the optimism that this lesson taught me. And now I find myself even 20 plus years later turning back to the story because there's so much that it teaches me about entrepreneurship and as I'm going through this endeavor, and this next chapter of my life. So that is the, the power just in a brief synopsis of relentless optimism. I want to challenge you all to turn a loss into a win. It's all about the timing. It's all and the finding the lesson that lies there. What's really interesting about failure and losing in general is when we experience it, we like to think of it as this defining thing that it's a label that we have to wear on us. If we lose a competition, maybe it's a game, maybe it's a race, maybe it's a business venture, we think it's this permanent thing on us. We got this stink to us. And some of you might know what I'm talking about. We know some people in our lives where it seems like they're always, they're on the opposite of a winning streak. They're always on this losing streak. They're inviting this failure into their life and they're doing it over and over again. They can't seem to get it right. And I challenge those people, if that sounds like you, to start looking at why is that the case? And I want to argue that it's it's probably becoming coming from the place that you are letting failure define you. And it's so much so that you are now ingraining it in you. So the point of this episode isn't to have you continue to live in the stink, right, of, of losing all the time. It's to empower you to realize that you can be in a winning streak all the time, just like you can be in a losing streak all the time. Why not be in a winning streak? I choose to be in a winning streak. Do you? I hope so. I want to share with you one other story that really helps drive this home, and it comes more from my high school time. 
we were getting the sophomore year of high school and we're getting ready for our senior taper meet, which is our big kind of big focus meet of the springtime and going into the senior champ meet. It's actually also coinciding with the last, it's the last chance to qualify for junior nationals down in Orlando, Florida. And by last chance, I mean, very, very last chance. This meet happens to take place on a Thursday to Sunday. And if you were to qualify for junior nationals, you'd be finding yourself at the airport Monday morning on an airplane down to Orlando to start the next meet on a Tuesday. Very, very quick turnaround, especially in a sport like swimming. At that meet, at that senior champ meet, I have very fond memories of it because that was the moment that I qualified for my first junior national swim meet. Now, that's not the point of the story. The point of the story actually was a lesson that I learned from one of my best friends, Jack Foster. At that same meet, Jack actually failed to qualify for junior nationals. And was that a hard thing to to swallow for him? I can't speak for him, but I know I felt, not sorry, but I definitely felt like, damn, I really want, I'm stoked to go to Orlando, don't get me wrong, but I want to be going to Orlando with Jack. I don't want to go alone. And I had some other friends that were going too, but I wanted to see this guy win. And seeing him not qualify, I was like, man, that stinks. But Jack, being the guy that he is, he embodied that lesson and trained his tail off. While all while a lot of us were down in Orlando, Jack was at home putting in work. And he kept putting in work over and over again, right? And he built his base of training back up to taper again about a month later at the sectionals meet, which is a step below the, the junior nationals. And man... I don't think I've seen anyone dominate a meet at that level at that time, like Jack dominated sectionals. And it was fantastic to watch. And it went from a, a month earlier, I was faster than him in a, in a handful of events, the ones that I qualified for. And then fast forward a month, here Jack is not only blowing away his best times, he's blowing away my best times. And I'm like, what the heck? I was just better than him like a month earlier and now he has that title again and that is the power in not internalizing failure to the point of letting it define you jack was able to turn that meet that senior champ meet into fire for training his tail off for the next month and then yielding some incredible incredible results a month later and to this day, I am convinced that Jack would not have been the swimmer that he went on to be and the person that he is now if he had qualified for Junior Nationals at the same time that I qualified for it. And why I believe that is sometimes the timing isn't right. And sometimes failure, failure needs to happen to us in our lives in order to teach us a lesson that we need at that moment in time. And that might not be something that you want to hear, but that's something that I live my life by now. When I fail in life, I realize that it's not a permanent thing. It's not something that's going to define me. It's something that defines that moment in time. But 
I am given the opportunity to realize the lesson, the story that is there, and how can I make that story serve me and where I want to go next. And that's what I want to start challenging you all to do listening in as well. If you don't know, I have a coaching program called More Than Movement. And what that is, is it's a 10-week intensive course where we start to break down your stories in your life and how we can start looking for ways to improve. How can we rewrite that story that you have to better serve you, to better serve that vision of where you want to be in life? There's no more sitting in that losing streak when you enroll in more than movement. It's finding winning streaks. And I hope that this lesson today, this topic on winning streaks, helps open your eyes to the possibility that you can live life in a winning streak, in a constant winning streak. And what I mean, it's not all butterflies and rainbows. It's hard work. There's no way around that. Jack didn't get to where he is now by just accepting that failure that he experienced for one meet. He turned around and put in work after work after work, day after day after day. That's what this program, More Than Movement, is about. It's embodying those lessons that we can learn through movement and applying it into our life now. So if you are a former athlete or just some at any level, it doesn't even have to be at the collegiate and national level, if you played in high school, if you played any sort of organized sport at any point in your life, this program is for you because it's going to help tap back into that community feel, that team feel. It's going to provide you with some structure and it's going to provide you with guidance as we get clear on how do we invite more winning streaks into your life because I want to see you win. So if this resonates with you, I challenge you to apply for our next group enrollment period that is opening up October 11th. We start the program October 26th. We get underway. So I challenge you to apply, see if it's a good fit for you. We'll have a conversation of how it could serve you best. If you haven't done so already, send this episode on winning streaks to friends, family members, or teammates who could use some more winning in their life, or just a reminder that they are on a winning streak. Stay up to date with all of our latest episodes by following me on Instagram at CoreyCampFit. And remember, if you can change your mindset and how you think, you'll be able to change your life one thought at a time, one win at a time. I will see you all next week.